Welcome to Kids Read Radio, the official podcast for FBRL Kids. A great place to discover reading picks and more. Hello, my name is Dana, and I'm the Reading Link Challenge Coordinator from the Fraser Valley Regional Library. I'm very pleased to introduce you to this year's six books. First up is Book Uncle and Me by Uma Krishnaswamy. Every day after school, Yasmin says goodbye to her friends and then heads to Book Uncle's Lending Library. The faded sign says, Books, free, give one, take one, read, read, read. Yasmin thinks that in all of India, it is the best corner lending library. One day, Yasmin arrives to Book Uncle's Library and the books are still in boxes. He hasn't set anything up for the day. Instead of a happy greeting for Yasmin, Book Uncle sadly crumples a piece of paper and tells Yasmin, I can't do it anymore. Book Uncle has received a notice from the city. He now needs a permit to set up his lending library, a permit he cannot afford. The next day, Yasmin is desperate to talk to her friend Rini, but Rini has problems of her own. Rini's father lost his job, and now her parents are fighting constantly about money. Rini feels powerless to help. In the midst of all these problems, the city is electing a new mayor. Yasmin watches as one of the candidates says bad things about Book Uncle and others who are like him. Eventually, Yasmin has had enough. She has to do something. But how can a kid like her make a difference? Read this book and you'll see how one small person can change a community. The next book is The Case of the Missing Auntie by Michael Hutchinson. The Mighty Muskrats are a group of cousins that includes a Tim, Chickadee, Samuel, and Otter. They are in the big city for a fun-filled week at the exhibition fair. Before Chickadee left her home in Windy Lake, her grandpa asked Chickadee to find out what happened to his little sister Charlotte. In the 1950s, Chickadee's grandpa and his siblings were taken to residential schools. Grandpa and the older siblings came home, but Charlotte did not return. Grandpa never stopped missing Charlotte, and lately Grandpa has been dreaming of her. Chickadee is determined to use her time in the city to find out what happened to Charlotte. Otter, Samuel, and Tim have other plans for their time in the city. When they hear that Otter's favorite band, Bavuka's Whale, is playing at the exhibition fair, they agree he must go. But it's sold out. Otter's auntie tells him there are VIP tickets available, but it's more money than the muskrats have. The mighty muskrats are in over their heads. Looks like instead of having an exciting week, they are going to spend their time feeling sorry for themselves. But wait, that's not what they do. The mighty muskrats can't give up. This is a book about outsmarting bullies and helping people recover their past. Next up, we have The Magic Misfits by Neil Patrick Harris. Carter Locke wasn't always on the run. When he was a baby, he lived with his parents in their safe, loving home. One sad day, his parents didn't come home, and Carter was adopted by his uncle, Sylvester Sly Beaton. Sly looked and acted like a weasel. Sly made his livelihood by swindling people from their money and belongings. Eventually, Carter became better at performing tricks than Sly, but instead of being rewarded, Carter was used. 
Sly would set up Carter to do magic tricks for people passing by, and Sly would seize the opportunity to rob them. A wristwatch here, a necklace there. Sly was shameless. Carter hates stealing and refuses to do it, but still, Carter is a pawn in Sly's tricks. Eventually, Carter can't take life with Sly anymore, and he runs away. Carter sneaks onto a strange train and wakes up when it stops in mineral wells. Hungry and penniless, Carter wanders into the town and comes across a carnival. B.B. Bosso's Carnival Spectacular. He wonders if he can get a job here in exchange for something to eat. But on closer look, this carnival is no better than Uncle Sly's tricks. Luckily, not everyone in life uses magic to cheat people. Carter meets the misfits, fellow kindred spirits who want to stop B.B. Bosso and his gang. This is a fast-paced adventure story with tips on how to do magic tricks. I listen to it as an audiobook. Neil Patrick Harris is a famous actor and does an excellent job as the narrator of the audiobook. The fourth book is The Unteachables by Gordon Corman. Gordon Corman has been writing novels for kids ever since I was young. I picked up this book and worried that he might be running out of material. Thankfully, I was wrong. Corman's unique style of humor and kindness come alive in this book. Mr. Zachary Kermit is one year away from retirement. He remembers having enthusiasm for his job as a middle school teacher, but that is long gone. He needs to get through this year so he can leave Greenwich Middle School behind. However, the superintendent has switched Mr. Kermit's teaching assignment. He now has to teach Room 117, better known as the Unteachables. This is the final stop in the school for students who do not fit in to regular classrooms. He has to try to teach Parker, a kid who cannot read but is very good at faking it. He has Aldo, a kid who explodes at the drop of a hat. There is Barndor, a jock with a broken leg, adjusting to his status of non-football player. He also has Elaine, a suspected bully, and Kiana, who's not even registered at the school. The story moves back and forth from the perspective of Mr. Kermit and the students in room 117. Watch as his heart slowly opens to his oddball class. Yours will too. Next up is Inkling by Kenneth Opal. You might know Canadian author Kenneth Opal from his award-winning Silverwing series. His book Inkling is very different. It is about an inkblot that has come to life. Ethan is in sixth grade, and he hates to draw. Everyone assumes Ethan can draw well, because his dad is a famous graphic novel artist. His group votes for Ethan to do the artwork on their group graphic novel assignment. Ethan tries his hardest, but he can only draw stick figures. One night, he tries to sketch a few panels for the assignment, and according to Ethan, his gorilla ends up looking like a saggy marshmallow with a pig head. Ethan wakes up the next morning to discover a large ink blot on his assignment that wasn't there the night before. Ethan pokes the spot with his finger, and it comes to life, bounces around Ethan's room, and scuttles under his bed. At first, Ethan thinks the spot is a bug, but then he discovers that it is a small puddle of ink 
that has come to life on its own. It turns out that the spot has amazing drawing skills. Ethan names the spot Inkling and takes him to school, hoping that it can help with the graphic novel assignment. What Ethan doesn't expect is the chaos that comes from a magical inkblot with a mind of its own. This novel is a funny adventure, but it's also a story about a family trying to heal after experiencing heartbreak. Now on to the last book. A Wolf Called Wander is by author Roseanne Perry, who is from Portland, Oregon. This exciting book is based on the real story of a wolf named Journey. Swift is a young wolf that lives with his family in the mountains. One night, an enemy wolf pack attacks and drives Swift's family out of its territory. Swift is separated from his pack members, and he has to survive on his own in the vast wilderness of the Pacific Northwest. Swift must try to remember all that his parents taught him as he tries to find the remaining members of his pack. Swift encounters many dangers, including starvation, lack of water, fire, and predators. Filled with information about wolves and how they live in the wild, this book will appeal to animal lovers of all ages. There you have it, this year's Reading Link Challenge books. Reading Link Challengers, your job is to know these books inside and out. Go forth and read! Thanks for listening to our show. Remember, the library is always open. Check out the digital content tab on our website for fun stuff for kids.